Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to speak about the whole transition from COVID to in-person, from online now today? Definitely, yes. If you're like me, you're kind of apprehensive about going back into the classroom or just going back on campus in general. I don't know, how are you managing the anxiety, the feelings that are coming up as we go back? You know, I feel like for me, I am very, very in-person oriented. So I'm actually looking forward to it. You know, I'm already working in person a couple days and I feel like I like it. Although I do have probably a little bit of anxiety once we get a big rush, right? Or once the coldness and the sicknesses start, like usually in the fall. So I feel like I don't know how it'll be then, but hopefully everything's getting better. Um, and, and that's kind of like the mentality I'm going to go, like eventually at some point, we got to go back to normal, right? <laughs> we we got to go back to, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and it's going to be a new normal because I, I do think that, um, there's been some real benefits, mm-hmm. benefits going online for students from, they have really told me personally, many of them have said like, Hey, this online piece is very convenient mm-hmm. for me. And, you know, for us out in California and the gas prices right now. <laughs> Like sometimes going to campus, right, yeah. um, has been a, it has been an expense for some students. So those are people; those are things that uh, that people have at least told me about, really talked to me about, and it really kind of just pushed us to move to some online services mm-hmm. that I feel like are right. helpful for students. Right. So, so I I feel like there's some um, th- processes that moved mm-hmm. quicker because we had to; we had no choice. Right? right? Yeah. No, I I really. I, it's interesting you say that because, you know, as we transition back, you know, we're realizing that there were a lot of services, a lot of courses um, that we thought would never be appropriate for online, but are now very effective online, right? I, th- I you know, you kind of hear both sides. I've had students who have shared that, you know, being online has been wonderful for their social anxiety and they've been able to sort of step out of that box and you know, take a speak a speech class online or, you know, and so it's really helped them to be able to sort of uh, work towards their goals. And then there are some things that, you know, we're also learning, yes, you can do it online, but is that really the best way, right? So there's a little bit of both. I, I think uh, we, I for sure, I think I really enjoy being around people. And so now that we're transitioning back, I just can appreciate it in a different way. I, I love being at home. You know that. <laughs> but um, I can appreciate, you know, seeing students in the quad or seeing students come up in our in our building and just the liveliness of being around young people. Um, I missed that. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I went back in. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think that it's it's a really interesting transition and an interesting balance that we're going to experience over the next one year as we sort of gradually kind of go back into sort of hopefully normal life. Right. And I mean, you're around me, though, and I'm young, right? Depends on which day of the week it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, I, I love what you're saying about the energy because you're right. Like having that conversation with the first few students that I saw this semester was just really brought me back to 
you know, to how things were a little before, right? And just feeding off their energy and just the excitement that they felt about transferring or um, the excitement they felt about stepping back on campus and meeting with their peers. There's some really great things, but they've also they've also accustomed, right? And they've also had to switch. And I think that's like a real good skill that you've had to learn in life, yes. right? It's like sometimes things... Yes. We just got to adjust, right. right? And, you know, in our last couple episodes, we talked about navigating these roadblocks and this transition. So we, this transition from online to in-person is happening right before our eyes again. And we wanted to just kind of really bring up some of those pieces to, to get you prepared, right? And so I was going to say a couple tips that I've seen for students, how they're adjusting and what they're saying has been helpful is... For next semester, they're thinking, I'm going to take a couple online classes still, and I'm going to just start with a couple in person or maybe one class in person just so I could feel kind of comfortable coming back in. And everybody's so unique, right? It's it's everybody's comfort level. So I always tell my students, like, it's really just up to that individual, up to you to really make that decision. But some students have already asked about how to do that. And so I think that's one tip that I definitely want to put out there that was from a student. And I think it's a good one Mm -hmm. to share. I agree. Yeah. I mean, although we were forced to go fully online rather abruptly, I think easing Mm -hmm. back to being in person is something we definitely want to ease into. I agree. You know, one or two classes online and one or two classes in person is like is a perfect balance. I also don't want to over underestimate or miss pointing out how important it is that in this transition, you know, seek mental health support services on your college campus. You know, even if you think you don't need it, um, this one, this experience of COVID is our one shared trauma as humanity, right? We all experienced it in major ways. There's no one I know who doesn't have some sort of life-changing experience uh, as a result of COVID, uh, you know, and you didn't necessarily need to have it, have gotten COVID to have had the experience. Just the fact that it happened alone is a shared experience that you definitely don't want to underestimate the impact that it has on you emotionally. So one of the things that I think as students um, transition back to being in person is find out what support services your campus is offering. I'm sh- Every campus has got mental health services, but sometimes it's not just mental health. It's mental health, but also what are the social um, activities that your campus is offering. Um, I happen to work with our student assistants on campus and they took it upon themselves to plan social events just to get to know each other because they've been working together now for almost two years and they've never met. So on their own, they're doing meetups and going to each other's games or going to, you know, bowling or, you know, something, activity, something. Um, and so easing back into that social life too is is really, really important. And I think will really aid in the transition as well. Those are really great points, especially just those simple activities, right? To connect with hu- with other humans again. And maybe that bubble outside of your bubble that you've probably been with. And of course, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I really love what you're saying. And Again, I also would emphasize that piece is look for that support services that they have on campus. Absolutely. And if 
you know, if you want to also a way to meet friends, you know, think about like what clubs, what organizations are happening on campus. Um, those are really starting to get back on on track. And I'm starting to see a lot of students do that as well, you know, just to ease into things. Right. So these are different types of opportunities that I'm seeing students slowly transition back into. Um, another piece that I would say for students is understand, like, look at your campus support services and see what are online and what are in person still, right? So, for example, if they have an in-person service that you want to utilize, what times? Because some of those times are being limited due to COVID, right? And, and you know, and being patient with the, with the college or university, too, because, you know, to shift, right, to have all the online and the in-person, it's, it's a challenge because it's not like the college and the university has gotten more staff. It's just we have have two multiple modalities having to go at the same time. And unfortunately, we're still the same amount of people. So um, actually less because people have uh, <laughs> had, like you said, had some life changes. And and if you're in California, uh, I see people leaving sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> That's such a great point. Um, I think definitely one of the things that... I want to encourage students any or or even parents who are listening to this, people who are supporting students is that remember that you know the staff, the teachers, the professors, the you know everyone um, is also managing their own experience with this with this transition. They're transitioning too. And to just have that bit of grace and you know, understanding as this goes back because many just like our hospitals are short-staffed a lot of our education systems are short-staffed now too a lot of people have retired a lot of people have moved on to other careers and the same number of people are having to now not only help students in person but help students online so sometimes there's going to be misunderstandings sometimes things are going to move a little slower you know be prepared for that and yeah, and I think that's going to take us into our one thing mm-hmm. right there. And now I'm going to take that one thing that you just kind of said and make it my one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as we always say, you know, prepare early, but look on the website, look at the hours for online services, look at the hours for in-person services, look at the classes, right, to see which ones are online, which ones are in-person. Maybe you start with a hybrid class where it's half online, half in-person, so you can kind of get used to coming back. Um, So start preparing earlier than usual for registration once that schedule of classes comes out. Look at those things and then start navigating. Maybe you do an in-person class when you know a lot of in-person services are going on, right? So you can go ahead and get those in-person services, go to that in-person class and knock that out. So that would be something that I would suggest to, to start doing early and preparing for that whole transition mm-hmm. back. And we don't know, you know, maybe next semester we're transitioning back the other way. So hopefully we're, I know I shouldn't say that, but hopefully we're just transitioning back to somewhat. A, a new normal. Yutende, what would be your one thing? Um, so my one thing would be um, assess where you're at early on, right? So what that what does that mean? Assess where you're at in terms of emotional, mental health. Assess where you are as far as academically. Are you going to need to repeat any classes? Are you going to need to, you know, maybe move some classes up in your plan? Um, are you going to maybe some classes you don't need anymore? So, you know, assess where you are, you know, 
in terms of your mental and emotional health, assess where you are with a counselor academically um, and make sure you have your support support in place when you start. Not that you're looking for support when you realize you need it, but you have it in place. You know where they are and you know how to reach out. Um, those would be my my three my one thing that's three things <laughs> wrapped into one. <laughs> I love what you're saying to just kind of have that plan already, right? right? It just helps with that anxiety exactly. also yeah. of, of with transitioning back. So I love what mm-hmm. you're saying. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Itende for giving us those great points and listeners we want to thank you again please remember to uh, rate, subscribe um, leave any um, comments you can we would really highly appreciate it it helps us a lot and so and also follow us on, on social media Itende do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners we want to hear from you if anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question you want to make a comment you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both ig and twitter and you can also email us at cc and sensibility at gmail.com that's cc a n d s e n s i b i l i t y at gmail.com and until next time keep learning